Hello everybody, welcome to episode 3. Today's episode is brought to you by the big man himself, God, and also L. Ron Hubbard of the Scientology Church. Um, I'd like to thank both of you for your support and sponsorship and uh, enjoy. All right, lads, here we go. The third episode. I was I had everything set up how to how to do the whole show. We'll call it a show. So done my little my little Twitter interaction, little question. Give me some topics. Someone replied with a story that I had no idea about. The headline is ten thousand people evacuated from town in eastern Poland after massive World War II bomb discovered. So, apparently, in Bialystok, here, where I am, 10,000 people were evacuated. Clearly, I wasn't one of them. Maybe it's because I, I, I was training, that's why. That's... I don't, we don't stop for anything. That's dedication. There's a bomb here, lads. Nah. We got a train, man. Got a game coming up. That's that's dedication for you. But <laughs> I can't believe that I didn't hear anything about that. I was wondering why the why the place was so quiet on a Sunday afternoon actually. There was some uh, what you call that a uh, thing that blows through the streets in western films. Oh, fuck, there was loads of them in Cyprus. Uh, ah, anyway, you know the like a big round thing of like weeds and sticks. This is gonna drive. I'm gonna when I finish this, I'm gonna realize what it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look it up. Anyway, tumbleweed, tumbleweed, yeah, tumbleweed all over the place. No one was about. Anyway, so I had to obviously read up about it. Uh, it was safely disposed of. Or disarmed. So, uh, I'm still here, boys. <laughs> that was probably first thought on people. First thoughts of yous. Oh, I just said yous. That's the f- probably the first thoughts of you all. Oh no, I'm not going to get episode three. Well, I'm here. I won't let a bomb stop me. Um, right, so that's that out of the way. Um, so last week, huh? Had a game. Second... Second leg of our first round Europa League. We won four nil in into the next round. Important. Uh we play a, we play a team Kabala, Azerbaijan. Will be a tricky, tough game, tough round, tough draw lads. Uh so I didn't score, I didn't assist anything. Which is it's never pleasing when you come out. Obviously, not in a cliched way, but to get into the next round and win the game, clearly happy with. But it's always frustrating when you finish a game and you've not really contributed to a goal or an assist or anything. For a striker, it's different for other players, but for a striker, yeah, it's annoying. Anyway, back on the horse, as they say. Um, 
Yeah, so next round Europa League. And actually, so we play away to Azerbaijan. So first round we had Georgia. Now we're going even further. Azerbaijan, uh, Kabbalah. So that's on Thursday. Then our first league game starts on Sunday. The league here starts very early. Um, first league game on Sunday. And that's away. Obviously, you know Poland's a big country. So that's away. So we're going, I think we're flying basically from Azerbaijan to where we're playing on Sunday. And then back here to Bialystok. So we're going to be away for about six days, I think. A lot of traveling, flying, but I'm not complaining. Um, and then obviously the next second leg will be next week. So that's why I was doing it early as well today, this episode. I know a lot of you are, might catch you off guard, catch you by surprise. A nice surprise, I hope. On this Sunday night, if you're feeling hungover, not looking forward to work tomorrow, tough. Should have should have took it easy. Should have took it easy last night. Um, yeah. So next round, what else happened in football? Uh, Rooney today, Rooney transfer, big news. Um, weird reaction. It's like he's he's only 31. That's crazy. Can never get over that, how young he actually is. Everyone goes, eh, he looks older, but he's only 31. Imagine if he was like the same. Obviously, he's been so good and had such a good career. Broken nearly every record that was there for him to break. But can't help think if he like looked after himself like Ronaldo what more he maybe could have done anyway who am I to who am I to judge Wayne Rooney no I'm not judging him if anything I think it could be a compliment that he's done so good but I feel that's always going to be there what else what more he could have done Still can, obviously. Like I said, only 31. Um, what else is here? Uh, the whole... Ooh, controversial. This is the first controversial topic, maybe. The Rangers situation. Um, so obviously they got knocked out. And St. Johnson, actually, as well. That was a bad result for the two of them. For Scotland, bad result. Bad results. Um, and then the next day they're taxing, which I didn't really follow too closely. But, obviously I tweeted out saying, am I going to get an SBL winner's medal? As a joke. Fishing. I went fishing for some likes, retweets. Got them. In abundance. Um, so anyway, basically, I, I, was try, I was trying to set a wee trap there. I was waiting for people to be like, fucking... Where are you playing anyway, huh? You funny. And then I was going to hit back with, well, actually I'm playing in Azerbaijan this week, second round. But <laughs> did not work out that way. So um, that's that. Uh, no, that's not that. The whole thing, stripping all the titles and that, doesn't not really fussed about that, but 
this whole idea of like a new club and an old club I'd sit similar in Bulgaria so when I left CSK Sofia I was owed like six months wages salary and then they basically done the same as what Rangers done they finished went back to their started like a new club in the third division in Bulgaria and all the debt that they had to like they owed loads to the government to players everything and obviously all that money that they owed got wiped away so I was one of them so I know what it's like for like a company or a business or something to do that so that would be the only thing where I'd have a axe to grind in the case of it if you're one of the people that it is owed money or is owed something from them then it's hard to see it as being like the same company or the same business the same club that's the only thing on that whole situation um in sports what else did we have in sports this week oh my favorite the lions tour came to a cruelly underwhelming weird weird end how can a series end in a draw with so much hype and talk about it immortality was mentioned <laughs> and it ends in a draw ridiculous um, actually the game was really good I'll admit that I enjoy rugby I like rugby but just don't the Lions doesn't win me over the support for it After, that was the thing at the end the commentators were saying these amazing supporters like hardcore and Sure, it's just people that are out there that are already there and say, oh, class, I'm there while the lines are on. I'm here. Let's go. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I think. And then after, ah, this is what, so I was watching and then I just left Sky Sports 1 on in the background. Then I know it was like straight after the Lions game, they were just showing games of the England team did they beat New Zealand and Australia this this year? So they're just showing games of that. It's like, oh, okay, well, the Lions didn't win, but let's watch the England team win. Um, so I don't know, it's weird, the whole, the whole being a fan of the Lions. Like, who do you support? The Lions. Ah, okay. Anyway, that's just my my two cents on the whole thing ah no here's an idea this is what would make it more interesting and probably a bit more fair if you played even though saying fair they still didn't beat one nation but put New Zealand Australia and South Africa together and then they play the lines that would be more fair and probably make more sense or even just New Zealand and Australia I think that would, there, the Super Lions Tour, that's the next one, so you can have that for free, Sky. Um, yeah, uh, a few people are asking me again about the vegan stuff, 
Um, one thing about the downside of vegan. Ah, I've said vegan again. Shit. Uh, the downside of uh, of eating plant based. Um, barbecue. Summertime. Summertime barbecues. They're the worst because you go and you can literally barbecue, grill some vegetables, and you just pig out on bread. The worst, or if you're lucky, there might be some potato wedges and ketchup. Other than that, struggling corn, you could have some corn, but you can't really put butter on it. Ugh. Anyway, barbecues, yeah. I try and stay away from those. Oh, and also, it's hard not to, it's not something I do to try and lecture people on why they shouldn't be eating meat and things like that, but it's kind of the intentions are good. The intentions are there to try and help you. In my head, that's what I think is I'd be doing. But obviously it's just going to come across as lecturing, which before, when I wasn't eating like this, I would have thought exactly that. Like, stop telling me how to eat or what to do. But um, speaking of annoying, uh, just watched a little bit of Love Island. Utter trash can't stand it can't stand them and um, I'm trying to figure out what this thing is that they they all keep referring to all the fellas and actually the girls say it as well uh, it's a, a gill what's a gill no I mean like she's a nice gill <laughs> a gill they all speak the same shit love island shit speaking of a uh, trash things to watch I watched The Journey about two days ago seen it seen who was in it thought oh this looks good could be good wrong basically it's about it's a made up story which is crazy for it's about it's about the time in the peace process so Martin McGuinness and Ian Paisley and the guy just kind of makes up a, this thing that could have happened where you start to feel I'm thinking because of what it's about it's obviously going to be a true story or another like depiction of what happened or things like that so at the beginning I was just excited and then I seen what was happening I was like there's no way this happened this is no way so I obviously looked it up googled googled it and yeah found out it's just like a fiction of this could have happened or what if this happened weird 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 uh premise there's a word for you uh, let me see oh a lot of people like things that annoy me um, which everybody loves talking about things that annoy them so first off actually these are things that annoy me again more to do with in football I'm not sure why this annoys me so much but when I see it I kind of, <laughs> I don't know why. And I've played with loads of fellas to do this. So this is not a personal attack on anyone. But the love heart celebration, cannot stand it. I don't, I think there's a reason why it's only become popular in the last like two, three years. Maybe more, three or four years. Not a big difference. And because, I don't know people are getting 
annoying. No, not people, just that. That really annoys me. I don't know why. The love heart celebration. Got to do a good, um, a good like rave dance celebration like me. When I when I do score again, it'll be produced. It'll be repeated. Um, another thing in this isn't so much about footballers annoying me. No, this is more about the coverage. When someone does something like pretty ordinary but it's deemed to be like such a good gesture or such a good thing to do is like oh this guy's a legend he's like a man of the people because he took the train or something like that or cycled a bike like ridiculous things I don't know if it's it's probably more about people no it's not about people it's about like the standards of what you think it takes to be good 95% of anyway 95% I'd say that of footballers that I know anyway are all sound just like normal people like everyone there'll be like 5% that are just dickheads but majority of people I don't know I just don't get it like or donating something to charity is like oh amazing guy or more people should be like this more people are like that you just don't read about it every day um yeah uh some of that's oh about musicians i hate and festivals i've only been to festivals i've been to glastonbury glastonbury 09 man yeah uh it was a heat wave and i said i can never go back because it's never going to be as good as weather as that for four days it was like nearly 30 degrees. Um, so I've no real bad experiences of festivals. Um, obviously musicians that you hate. Number one on everyone's list is Pitbull. A.K.A. Mr. Worldwide. Um, and Bono was mentioned. Uh I don't know what it is about Bono, but I think you're just supposed to dislike him. Never really done anything to annoy me or I don't know why I automatically say, oh, Bono. Your first thought is Bono? But I don't know why. It's always been, I think I've been brainwashed into disliking Bono, which is strange. Um, Oh, wait, to go back to Annoying things in football. This isn't so much annoying, but it's something I noticed. So I started wearing black football boots for like probably last year or so. And it's weird. You actually stand out now wearing all black football boots instead of bright ones. Ah, sign of the times, man. Sign of the times. That's the, that's the age we live in. But yeah, black football boots are such a rare thing in football. Although I've noticed Nike and Adidas have started bringing out a lot more all black all black boots um don't want to say i started that but um where's my commission lads i want my royalties uh, someone asked me about my moves how my moves come about not sure how much detail i can go into i can talk about so my moves to bulgaria basically club wanted a striker 
and they said to X person, I want a striker. I want a striker. Probably has to fit a certain criteria. <laughs> has to be class. Nah. And uh, I was that, I suppose you could say lucky. I was that lucky person that was recommended. Uh, that was Bulgaria to Cyprus. Cyprus was because Paolo Sergio, the Hearts manager, former Hearts manager, became the manager in Apoel in Cyprus. So he knew me from Scotland and I must have saved all my good games in Scotland against him and Hearts. And he took me there. Uh, going to Killy, Kilmarnock. Nothing really strange about that one. I was out of contract. No, I finished my contract with Bulgaria, just in case you thought I got released. Uh, Cancelled my contract there, came back and then uh, signed there. Met, who did I? I met with Kenny Shields and he was quite convincing. He won me over. And Poland came from... Poland actually was... I can, Poland was a long one. Poland was... Uh, they put in a bid in January, the January window, like mid-January. No, it was the beginning of January. So I was in the last six months. I was able to speak to teams and I obviously knew they were interested. They put in a bid, uh, got rejected. The bid like 50,000 got rejected, 100 rejected, 150 rejected, 200. Uh, and then at 200, Ammonia, I think, like whatever discussed it and decided no um and then it was all kind of put to bed and then about probably three weeks later no that was the last day in january so i was like kind of waiting to go not sure what was happening on the last day of the january transfer window and then a month later in february because the polish transfer window was open until the 28th of february so then on the like the 26th 25th at Ammonia, loads of things changed in like directors and coaches and things like that. So they they put in a bid again, and the same bid, and the the board of them had their meeting and decided, for whatever reasons, it was accepted and came here the next day. So that's how the Polish, my Polish current move came about. Um, the rest of them. Yeah, like I said, are kind of pretty normal. Poland v. Cyprus life. Yeah. No, Poland v. Cyprus. Ah, life, weather, people, food, music, language. Um, lots of it is... Language is probably the biggest one because in Cyprus, everyone speaks English, like really good English. Probably because the tourism as well, they have to, but the, the language was never a problem. Here my Polish is niedobrze. Um Weather, obviously, a slight difference. No beaches here. Um, well, in Bialystok, only bombs. <laughs> uh, people, foods, people, the same, friendly. Uh, foods, for me, not that big of, not, not that much of a difference. Because of, uh, I don't know if I told you, but uh, I don't eat meat or animals. Yeah. Freedom fighter. Uh, music and language. Yeah, that's the usual. Um, I think that's kind of all it.
seem to be wrapping, wrapping this up. How does a Cavan man end up in Poland playing for a team not even the locals can pronounce? What? Everyone can pronounce that here. Everyone, man. It's easy. Jagalonia Bialystok. How hard is that? Uh, so that's it, lads. I think we're going to wrap up. Oh, this week it's been a little bit shorter. 25 minutes. No, 24 and a half minutes. Uh, I don't think... Oh, Jesus. No, we're not done. I've just come across one. Very random point. This came to me during the week. Because... Did I... Was I eating something spicy? No, after our game on Thursday, I ordered a pizza. And there was... Was there jalapenos or there was chili or there was something on it? And I took a bit of it. I was like, oh, that's a bit spicy. And then Jodie took some and she was like, Joel says, that's not spicy. That's got, you'd think that's spicy. Like, I don't understand the whole thing on why is being able to eat spicy foods seen as such like a hard, like macho thing to do? It's like, if you can't handle a hot curry, you're almost embarrassed or you're made to feel embarrassed. I can eat hot food, but I just, I don't get the, <laughs> I don't get the stigma with not being able to handle hot and spicy foods, lads. Anyway, um, Calvin lost yesterday. That was a tough one to Tipperary. The new, the new force in Gaelic football. The new force of dual counties, um, which brought me on to GAA professionalism. Should GAA be professional? It's a hard one. It's a hard one. I wish it was. Back in the day, I probably would have chose it because I was so good at it. Um, that didn't sound like a joke, but it was. I my delivery wasn't great on that. Um, yeah, the county teams now are pretty professionally run it's like the NCAA the college basketball to a certain degree everything around it is professional except the players are are not paid for it considering the training load to do and the fitness levels they have and now the amount of other stuff that comes with it where parts of probably down to social media and Obviously, everyone has phones now and stuff, but um, their like day-to-day lives would be more affected. I think they're more restricted in what they can do. Um, like the backroom staffs on county teams is ridiculous, as in the amount of people to have working at clubs. Like most, I'd say most county teams would be obviously take away the premiership and probably majority of the championship but they'd be a lot more professional in terms of like sports science diet the amount of coaches trainers managers everything in the backroom staff um to most football teams like they'd be doing stuff that football clubs wouldn't be able to afford, I wouldn't be able to budget. Um, so yeah, it's a hard one for them for it to be professional because then it would lose would lose a lot of what it's about. But 
I don't know, it's always going to be a tricky one, lads. But it's definitely, it's definitely run in a professional manner. Um, so yeah, I'm just watching, interested from the outside. A bit of what could have been, what maybe, eh, in the future. That's what I'll do, I'll come home, come home to Ireland and fucking win Sam, man. Calvin for Sam, 20, 30. <laughs> That's when I'm uh, penciling in my, the end of my career, 2030. What's that giving me? Another 13 years? Easy. Right, lads, I'm going to wrap it up on that. Um, enjoy. I might not even edit any of this. Finish it. Send it out to the masses. And you let me know. Um, so again... Good luck, boys. Slon.